Right, good morning and welcome to Morning Learnings. Delighted to welcome Lisa Novak from Novak Properties and James Trimble from Rain and Horn um, again. So thank you both for coming back, whether it's on the State Agents podcast or whether it's on this. I'm incredibly grateful. So um, what's the time in Australia now? Is it half four in the afternoon? Yeah, I think it's about half four in Sydney and four o'clock here. Okay, brilliant. Okay, thank you. So thank you so much for joining. Incredibly grateful. Thank you, some of the people that are getting up and watching now. Um, so please share it with everybody out there. Um, we're going to get loads and loads of takeaways from Eric um, that has just recently taken part on the Gold Coast in Australia. I had the privilege of being there three years ago. I can't believe it's three years. It came up on my timeline. I had so many fantastic memories coming up. And it was the most incredible experience. And I'm really looking forward, hopefully, to going back morning gym in a couple of years, um, two to three years. That's what I'm planning. Um, it was exceptional. So, Lisa, you were one of the speakers. Um, I understand you are absolutely exceptional. You smashed it out of the park, as per usual. James was an attendee. James, was it your first, Eric, or you've been previously? First, Eric, so I was um, in the bleachers taking notes. Um, you get given you get given one of these. And yeah. you, can see, you can see my little tags. I've been through it with all my notes and what have you like that to grab. Um, yeah. Some amazing take-homes. Um, and like everything, I mean, Lisa probably agree, you'll take something from somebody, not necessarily from – it's all about you – know, you'll naturally click with certain speakers and resonate with others. I think there's a common theme of brilliance right the way through. Um, and uh, yeah, I got the privilege to sit in the bleachers and watch it uh, with my strong coffee, um, <laughs> about 10 of them. Um, and I think that's down to the networking that happens the night before and the night after. Is that what they call it? <laughs> yeah, it's, called, it's called networking fatigue, apparently. Not that's that's well, I'm going to I'm going to get some people into trouble now. But I remember when we met some gentleman called Tom Panos um, when we were there and uh, he said, would you like to come to this little get together that I think um, Rupert Murdoch's company is is doing? I can't remember. Is it the Star Hotel opposite? Yeah. Somewhere like um, so it's held it's held up at the um, Star, correct? Um, which is the casino there as well, which of course no one ever ventures into the casino part. Um, but yes, it's quite it's quite the hotel. Yeah, so we went there and um, I met Tom Ferry there as well. So Tom Ferry, I think, is an exceptional real estate trainer. So we had a really nice conversation. I think the two Toms did their um, Sunday night um, rant there as well, which was exceptional. So I think Luke, who's watching now, we managed to get ourselves in and waving like behind <laughs> to get ourselves there. So let's just say a few hellos. With, and thank you. Loads of people joining this morning, so I'm incredibly grateful. So morning, Jim. Um, from Fife, and I know you were speaking to Lisa yesterday. Um, Charlotte, morning. Luke, morning. Andy, morning. Jim, good morning. Thanks for joining us and everybody else. Say hello, like it, share it, get it out there. So, Lisa, yeah. what was it like speaking in front of um, 3,000 people on um, live and then everybody else on Zoom? Morning, Jeremy. And then we'll hear what James actually thought about you. Okay. So, James, so James hopefully fine, you're going to be fine, nice. Yeah. Um, before the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so look, I think, you know, anyone, whether you're experienced at public speaking or not experienced at public speaking, getting up in front of 3,000 people that are all looking at you on this gigantic stage is a very daunting experience. Um, we're real estate agents. We're not public speakers, but we, like, I learned to become one very quickly. It is... I, I'll be honest with you, I was so nervous. I mean, I honestly can't believe my husband hasn't divorced me for three days. I think I complained to him about how nervous I was in the lead up and rightfully so. Um, as I said, you know, I'm a real estate agent. I'm not a public speaker. I'm used to being on a camera. And so the pressure was on even more because I think people naturally assumed I'd be just fine up on a stage in front of 3,000 people. And then I think we had about the same on Zoom as well. Um Oddly enough, Stephen, as soon as my video, I had this big video that played for 30 seconds, as soon as that played, something switched in my head and I went into um, what I call Madonna mode 
And all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm going to just own that stage. And, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. And I got up on the stage and I, all the nerves just disappeared. I don't know what happened. I was extremely prepared and I really knew what I was talking about, you know. It wasn't like I was up there talking about something that was foreign or I was given a topic. I was very comfortable with what I was talking about. And I really switched the attention off myself and put it on to the fact that I was up there to give people something. You know, I was actually, there was a lot of people in the room that wanted to hear what I had to say about social media and how I've cut through the industry with what I've done. And I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm just here to give that knowledge to people. So I took the onus off myself and that really helped a lot. Fantastic. So, James, you were in the audience watching with your 27 coffees. <laughs> well, I think what's important to say about public speaking is my dad was a teacher for 35 years. And when I did my first MC of, of, of the Rain and Hall conference, he said, you've got to realise, James, is I spoke to a thousand kids that didn't want to be there. You lucky X, Y, Z. I'm not going to say what he said, but he said, you lucky person. Everyone's paid to see you. You've already got one step ahead. So that mentality for me, that I've, having done that public speaking, I, it's, it, you're right, it's over the stage. And then all of a sudden you go, they want to hear what I've got to offer. And we listened, and we listened intently to Lisa. I mean, you know, it, it is a hard thing to do to stand up there. And the problem, and, well, not when you stand on stage, you look at the people. The one thing about Eric is they're on all four sides of you. You are 360 <laughs> as well about that. So hold the attention of a person or a gaze or an eye. You are actually in a, in a full-on almost ambush of, of listening ears and, and so on and so forth like that. So it it's incredibly hard to do. I have no doubt on that side of things. But in terms of owning the stage, I think, yeah, absolutely. Well, without any question, Lisa owned the stage. <laughs> I think when the video went up on stage, everyone was sort of like, right, three, two, one, go. Oh, I, I want to see this. Wow, look at this. And then it was go. Um, and that is a hard gig. So doesn't matter who you are or what you are, it's a hard gig. And it's, yeah. you know, hopefully next year, Stephen, with all the COVID jabs and this, that, and the other, you get to experience it again. Um, and again, like I say, it's, you cannot help but not to just grab your, your book and sort of take notes all the way through as you're going on. Um, I've just, Lisa, I've got loads from yours as well, just in here, just to take back and go, that works brilliant for that office, or that office should do that, but they don't need to do this. And just have those little moments and just take your snippets because, it is an intense amount of learning. You cannot take 100% of 100% of the speakers and then impart 100% of that into your business. So I think it was John or Tom was just saying three things by the end of the week. If you don't do that, you're never going to do it. Yeah, 100%. You know, James, you're spot on. And what Eric is really good at doing is getting a good cross-section of speakers and making sure that they're covering all grounds because 3,000, let, let's call it 5,000 people because I know there was, you know, a couple of thousand that were on Zoom as well. But you cannot appeal to all those people um, just through a couple of speakers. So there were 43 of us all together. Um, and as I said, there was a great cross-section, you know, everyone from Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm sure you guys have heard of Gary before, um, Elle McPherson, Elle McPherson's our Aussie icon, um, but, you know, she's the epitome of health. And what I didn't know was that she was a phenomenal career woman and she had so much knowledge to share. Um, you know, we had everyone from Olympians to real estate agents to health experts to social media. So there was a huge cross-section there. Um, you can't expect that. All 43 of those speakers are going to appeal to every single person in that in that audience. But James, as you said, everyone just takes their nugget away with them. It's like, you know, you we're Absolutely. like dogs with bones. So, I mean, you know, I've, and, I've and got you so do, many quotes, as you say, from different ones. That's it. Yeah. And all, all you need to do is just get that, you know, I always say whenever I'm doing any, you know, sort of training, if you just take one thing away, just one, but use it. Right. It's like joining up to a gym. You get the membership and then you never go. So it's only going to work if you actually apply it. Um, someone said to me the other day, someone needs to come up with a can you go to can you go to the gym for me membership? And that's the reality of it. Right. Because people join up to the gym and then they don't go and then they wonder why they didn't get skinny and fit. So this stuff only works if you apply it. Yeah, no, I heard I heard a good quote. So if it's is it shelf development or is it self-development? So most people come yeah. back and they put it straight on the shelf rather than self-develop. But I think you're spot on. So, James, let me let me ask you a question. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Lisa. 
Yeah. Okay. So what were, what were your key takeaways from? Um, well, you've seen these, my notes. I texted you a little picture of my notes earlier about you, preparing. You did. I was very, I was very impressed. So I'm a great believer in the six P's. If you don't know that, I'm not going to repeat the six P's, but you can work them out on that side of things. Um, look, I mean, Lisa, I think one of the, well, every, going back to what Lisa just said, actually, a second ago, is everybody, different walks of life, different perspectives and what have you like that. Um, in Sydney, it's all about the eastern states and, um, sorry, it's all about the eastern suburbs and they're going to do this. But then you've got a diverse mix. You've got the Melbournes, or sorry, you've got a couple of people that got out on time before they shut the borders. Um, and where I look after South Australia, there's also South Australian speakers as well. So we talk about big fees being 10, 12 grand, whereas that's a parking space for Lisa. Um, so the dynamic of transaction <laughs> volume as opposed to dollar volume is, is quite a dynamic difference and so on and so forth like that. So really, really sort of hard to take back. But I think, I mean, I've made look. I've got your notes here for Lisa, which is, you know, forget the followers, give them a reason to follow you, which is one of the Facebook things and be raw and be raw, be authentic and make it good. But really, really one of the big things is don't tell all of the people everything. Give them a reason to ring you, follow you, call you, come and see you. They're going to do a deal. Yeah. The whole, like you're watching a TV show and it's tune in next week for that exciting installment or in the news, it's after the news, we're going to go and do this. You're going to stay and watch. You're going to stay and learn. If it's going, oh, I don't need to know that. I'll just go now. Well, what's the point? And I think that's sort of honesty because a lot of the stuff can be polished to an inch of its life. And, you know, the fake Rolex, the fake Mercedes that's just on loan from the Mercedes dealership and so forth like that. Or we know we know how some of the videos, they're not always perfect. They're not always real. So in terms of Lisa, I mean, I would imagine I've not met Lisa. What I imagine Lisa's exactly the same with business in real life and on video I don't and that's what the client wants to deal with they don't want to deal with a fakie yeah yeah look it's very relatable you know and and i'm i'm a huge advocate for it i mean i've just put a post up a couple of hours ago on my social media just saying you know in an in an era where everyone's so used to seeing these influencers i'm not actually sure what they're famous for but um you know we've got fashion week here at the moment and i'm watching all these influencers going to all these fashion weeks i'm thinking what do you actually do for people? But, you know, that's their job, I suppose. Um, and, you know, all these fake filters and things like that, you know, it's not real. I mean, I've got two girls, one's 23 and one's 15. And I think, you poor kids, like you're growing up in an era where nothing's real. You know, people actually want the rawness. They want you. They don't want the filtered version of you. Um, it's just not relatable. So, you know, and I remember when I first started to do a lot of these social media videos, a girlfriend of mine's an actress and she said, come to me and I'll give you some acting classes and I'll show you how to script things properly. And I said, you know, I'm very grateful for that, but I don't want it. I'm very happy to like make the mistakes and just to, you know, not have that polished version of me. I don't care. You know, I'm, I'm very happy for people just to see me for whoever I am. And if they like it, that's great. If they don't like it, they can just unfollow. I don't mind. Um, but, you know, people do respect you for that. That's what we are at the end of the day. Um, people actually do want to deal with real human beings. They don't really want the what I call the shiny shoe brigade real estate agent. Um, you Lisa, know, sure. it's probably worth you sharing with the room how many you've sold off Facebook and so on and so forth because you shared it in the room in Eric, but I don't think the Facebook column down the side here knows yeah so um i for those of you guys that don't know i've actually only been in sales three years um i was working in the background of our business for the last 18 years but launched into sales three years ago and saw a lot saw a lot in the industry that i just didn't really agree with um you know things that worked for the industry or for the agents but didn't actually work for the people um but in the last three years i've sold over 200 actually it's it's over 280 properties now um, wow. In my three years that I've been in sales and about 189 of those have been sold off my social media. Um, that's for zero dollars marketing to my vendor. So that ranks me as the number one agent in my core area in that three year period. That is absolutely phenomenal, Lisa. Thank you, James, for pointing that out. Um, absolutely <laughs> amazing. One of the things that comes through with you, Lisa, is your consistency. So, you know, and Jim's on here, and I know Jim's a massive follower of, of you, Jim Parker. Um, he is. And, and it's absolutely incredible. You know, Jim is so consistent in all his videos. Um, how can you get, I mean, James, you mentioned something earlier about being getting uncomfortable. 
Um, you need to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Um, Lisa, you'll certainly look incredibly comfortable, but the key is consistency. So one, there's people, how do they get comfortable being uncomfortable? And two, how do you get that consistency where, you know, literally if I'm on my Facebook, all I see is Lisa, 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 Lisa. Okay, so there's two parts to that. They actually both go hand in hand. So getting comfortable and consistency goes hand in hand. Once you're consistent with doing this, trust me, after 20 times of doing a video, you couldn't care less about the videos and you couldn't care less about people that are watching. And I'm sure Jim will agree. Like, you know, you're uncomfortable at doing Listen, you're uncomfortable when you go to the gym for the first time, right? And then after the 20th time, you're like, this is actually getting easier and easier. So, and it's the same with your social media. And again, you've just got to take that focus off you. Um, one of the things that I mentioned at ARIC as part of my talk was that, you know, the fear of being judged is extremely confrontational. It's the number one reason why I think people don't social media themselves because they're worried about what everyone else is going to think. But it's not about you. It's about your client. So people aren't watching this to watch me. They're watching it to see what it is that I have to offer today. Oh, what's Lisa got? Has she got a house or is it an apartment? What is it? it, it the, the onus actually turns off you and turns on to the client and, and, and what you have to do as an agent these days. Um, so, but that consistency will certainly um, build that confidence and that, you know, that comfortableness in front of the camera. So I think that's really important to note. Um, sorry, what was the second part of your question, Stephen? I can't remember. That was a minute ago <laughs> I asked that. Unbelievable. So um, about consistency and, and being comfortable getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And me coming up on your feed all the time. Okay. Yes. So that's the Facebook algorithm, all right, because Facebook and Instagram say, you know what, Stephen watches Lisa. We've noticed that he's paused on her, you know, video more for more than three seconds or whatever. I think it's 0.3 of a second. Um, so we note that he likes that content, so we'll continue to serve it up. So that's the algorithm. That's not necessarily Lisa Novak posting 30 times a day. Um, you know when you go onto your, uh, you know, whatever it is, your Google or your Safari or your Facebook, whatever it is, and you'll be looking up barbecues, and all of a sudden you're like, that's weird. Like all these barbecues are coming up on my feed now. That's the algorithm serving it to you. All right, so the more you put into your social media, the more content you give that people like and engage with, the more they will give you brownie points and serve that out onto people's feeds. That's how the algorithm works. Okay, great. So there's a few things that have come. There's a question for you, but um, let's just say a few hello. So Neil, thank you for joining us. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Chris, thank you for joining us. Very Hi. grateful. Rav, thank you for joining us. Luke, Phoebe, thank you. So loads of people this morning. You two are very popular, blindly. <laughs> I get you on, on at 7.30 every Friday. Sorry. I'm just going to jump in on one thing, which is what Lisa mentioned, which is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V spoke about, which is failure. Mo and, and he did a great piece quite early on. So I don't know if everyone in the, in the room got it, but it's, people demonize what it is to fail. This moment of, oh, well, what if they say, I don't want an appraisal, I don't want an, uh, what are they going to do? They're going to say no. They may say no, that starts with an F, but they may say no by just putting the phone down. You're not going to die. But people get hung up on this, oh, what if? Great agents and the trait of great agents are not fearful of the no. They use it because they know that they've got to the boundary. They know they've got to the edge. So if you're scared about making the call, this comes back to one of the big things you're about, Stephen, which is prospecting. You know, if you're scared of asking the question, if you're fearful of the result, I mean, I think, Lisa, you shared a story about the first time you did Facebook and they went, we don't do this. If you're fearful about all that stuff, so look, we'd still be living in caves if we were fearful about making a difference and having a go at something. And I, Gary V did a great piece about that. So those that haven't seen him or watched him, go and have a look at it. But yeah, it's, failure is part and parcel of success. And it also <laughs> measures your success. A hundred percent, James. Like I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, for those of you guys that are watching, what, what James is talking about is the one of the, the first times, and I did it out of absolute necessity for a vendor who was terminally ill. He didn't have any money for marketing. He wouldn't take any money from me. He was a very proud man. And I thought, you know what? I've got nothing to lose. I've got Facebook. I'll give it a go. I'll put a video out there. And that's exactly what I did. So I put this video out about his property 
And lo and behold, I got a phone call. And the phone call was from a real estate agent. And I thought, oh, my God, like talk about lucky strike. She's obviously got a buyer for me. Um, but, no, she called to tell me that I was humiliating myself and uh, <laughs> embarrassing myself and said to me, look, you know, I know you knew it this, but, you know, we just we don't real estate this way. And I remember hanging up and thinking, oh, my God, like I've just made the biggest fool of myself and went to delete the video and thought, you know what, this is nothing to do with me. I, I'm going to do this for my client. I don't have another option here for this client. Anyway, long story short, I did end up selling his property off Facebook. And um, and I thought, no, I'm going to stick at this. I actually believe in this. I think this is another way for people. I really, really do. And I so believed in it. Most people, James, you know, like what you're talking about, would have just thrown in the towel and said, correct, you know what, I, I'm not going to do this. This is embarrassing. I've made a fool of myself. I'm not going to do this. Progress requires hard work, dedication. And, 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 and come back to that word again. And I've got my general notes just above the screen here, which is, consistency and we, we all see it i mean i see it when i look across the bunch of offices i look after oh i did it on monday it didn't work so i'm not doing it again yeah yeah why you know your buyer might be in a particular cycle but your seller might not be in a particular cycle but don't die once and give up you know the, i can't remember the quote you know you get it take, it's taken me 10 years to get this lucky well that's because the consistency of the exercise whatever the performance is whether it be you know, go and play professional sport or, in, you know, CEO of business. They didn't start and go, it didn't work on day one. I'm never going to do it again. Consistency is the biggest threat and complacency attached to that consistency. You know, I'm always, I'm always saying the hardest thing for people to do is to walk the grey line. That is the hardest thing because you see people, like I see even with, you know, our, our staff in our office, you know, I'll go, here comes, the, here comes the golden child. Here he comes. He's going to be the one that's going to cut through. And next minute, boop, they fall off the they fall off the edge. You know, they couldn't they couldn't handle it. Six months later, they're out. They've decided that they're going to go and you know become valuers. They don't want to be real estate agents. And you're like, really? If people are just consistent with what they do, you cannot fail. You cannot right. fail. But people can't walk the grey line. That's the hard part. Okay. So how do you then get that consistency? drummed into those people because I think one of the key messages that came from Eric this year was consistency and discipline so you know right. you had loads of exceptional agents on there talking about it and hopefully we go into that in a bit more detail you know what you took away from these fantastic ag um, agents and also you mentioned some incredible guests as well but for people you know you know you're both by the sounds of it drumming this into your teams into your colleagues you know, there must be a frustration at sometimes that people don't do it. Um, but how can, you know, Lisa, you've shown your consistency with your videos, you know, to get 280 odd sales, you know, there's a, there's a success leaves clues. There's a massive clue there as to why you were so successful. James, there's a massive clue why you came over to Australia um you know and you're doing incredibly well at rain and horn looking after that brand bringing other people in drumming that message about consistency but there's people watching here that really struggle you know they do their video today and then in three weeks time they're oh you know well so what happened oh so on on that i think there's 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 a commonality between the super agents the successful agents the leading agents and what have you like that there's no look there's a self-belief beyond yeah. normality. There's a real drive. There's a real determination. And I think what's probably success, uh, what's probably a succinct description is that most of the successful agents have a system, a structure, a plan, a process. It is not winged. The way you take the phone call, what's the next step? What comes after that? It might be on autopilot now because it's been refined, you know, with Lisa's 270 deals. But there's probably a common plan as to what happens behind the scenes between step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. You don't just go, hang on a minute, it's Tuesday. What do I need to do on Tuesday? Oh, I'll get some photos done. It doesn't happen like that. So if you look at some of the guys and girls that spoke at Eric, you know, the daily diary, the perfect week, the perfect plan, the perfect structure. You know, if you I've got a million and one sort of taglines. You can I could bore everyone for two hours and I'm not going to, but it is <laughs> plan. You plan to fail. Yeah. If you don't plan. 
I think the question you've got to ask yourself is how badly do you want it? Like how badly do you want it? You know, I just bought myself, and the only reason I'm telling you guys this is because it was a reward for all the work that I did. I'm turning 50 this year and I said, I'm going to go buy myself a Porsche. I want one my whole life. I've worked really hard and I deserve that. That's the reward. How badly do you want it? The amount of people that come up and go, I wish I could get one of those. You can. Do you want it badly? Because if you really do, then you need to work 15 to 16 hour days, which is what I do, seven days a week. How badly do you want it? Like I, I, I decided at 46, if I was going to come into sales, I was not going to stop until I was number one. It was not, it was, an, it was a non-negotiable. So how was I going to get there? The social media thing I stumbled across. I didn't start out in sales saying, I'm going to do everything on social media. I stumbled across it and thought, hang on a sec, there's a massive gap in this industry here. I'm going for that because I've got to cut ground quick. All these other guys, they've all got 20 years ahead of me. How am I going to do this at 46 and get to number one and have the energy to do it? So I think that's the question you've got to ask is how badly do you want it? But with the social media, you know, I did this for six months until I got a like or a comment. Six months. You know, talk about consistency and I didn't give up. So people that are just trying it for two weeks and saying, well, I don't know, that didn't work. Well, you know what? I tried going to the gym for two weeks and that didn't work either. So if you want it that badly, if you want to get skinny and fit, if you want to succeed, whatever it is that you want, and I'm always saying it to my kids, if you want it badly enough, just go and get it. It's all in your control. It's all in your control. And certainly things happen in our lives that, you know, stop us in our tracks. I understand that. I respect that. I, I, I live through all of that as well. But the reality is, is that you do have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and keep going. You've got to continue to ask yourself, how badly do I want this? And not yeah. everyone wants what I want, you know, and that's the part that I struggle to understand because I look at my team and go, well, hang on, why is my assistant not working 16-hour days? Hey, he doesn't want what I want and I have to understand that and I do. So I think that's the question you've got to ask yourself. Brilliant. And I, and I love both your passions. Fantastic. Coming coming through incredibly strongly. So let's talk about um, your favourite speakers. So you talked about Three Nuggets, Lisa and James. So, you know, I, the people, and you mentioned, so Ryan Holiday, um, who's a great speaker, I understand. Um, El McPherson, Gary V. you mentioned. There was a five-time Olympic winner there as well. I know John McGrath spoke who, you know, I've, I'm knowing John's just for your mission money alone, um, just listening to him. Um, I think he's the best agent. You had obviously yourself, Josh Chesselin, um, loads and loads of people, a lady called Kathy Baker, I think he's got fantastic um, stay in touch policy, um, yeah. client for life policy. Um, so go on, let's, let's alternate then and see how far we can go. Okay, so James, what was um, obviously Lisa, Lisa? You've got to say Lisa because she's on now, and she. I know she's going <laughs> to break my legs if I never land in Sydney again. We'll, we'll take Lisa out of the equation in the in the interest of bias. Um, I won't be offended. I won't be offended. <laughs> but one of the res one of the things, and, and Lisa touched on speed bumps and bits and pieces like that, was Angelo. Um, and I, I've come across Angelo in, in Adelaide, where I'm based here. Um, this is a guy that, and his average fee is ten thousand bucks, which is like I say, a car park to to. to at least they were in all those states, but it's five thousand pounds in roughly whatever the equation is nowadays. I can't remember. I should I should know more about that. Um, this guy's done one hundred and eighty three sales in a year with his small team. He's worked solidly. He's done his sixteen hour days. Um, but this is a guy that's going through chemotherapy, and he has still got the drive and determination to succeed. He can't, you know. There's road bumps, there's speed bumps, whatever you want to call it, but it's how you deal with what happens, not how you react to it. And admirable in the way that he dealt with it and the way he's still dealing with it in the room. And what he talks about is that you've got to change from a model of what you are to a model of what you want to become. You know, if you, you are a $300,000 agent, doing exactly the same thing is next year, you're going to be a $300,000 agent. You've got to model yourself on what you want to become. 
But also one great things he talks about is you can't prospect to eat tonight. You make a phone call. Hi, I'd like to buy a house. I'd like to. Would you like to list your property? That's not tonight's salary. That's got nothing to do with that. It's about working the long game. So it's about doing things and behaviors and modeling behaviors today that are going to happen over the next 12 months or so. Um, you know, we talk about the 90 day wash that if you sell it today or by the time you get paid, yeah. it's the consistency that comes back. And that's that word again, consistency. Um, one of the words I think that I quite liked about the one tagline I took out of him is be world class in the behaviors that are seen. The public are very judgmental and very perceptive. If they see you being world class, mm -hmm. they'll assume you're world class. Now he was great. And for me, I mean, there were so many, right? You know, you're sitting there and you're listening to 40-odd speakers. There's so many. Um, Elle McPherson actually took me by surprise. She really did. Um, <clears throat> initially, I thought, why are you sitting there with your arms crossed? Um, you don't really want to be here. But once she opened up, I thought, wow, there's so much more to this supermodel than just a body. You know, she's a really smart lady and I like how savvy she is and I know that she's got an army of people behind her, but she certainly strikes me as the sort of woman that is completely in control of her destiny. Um, and I, she took me by surprise. I thought she was, she was pretty phenomenal, actually. Um, and the other one is Josh Tesselin. Now, Josh is a friend of mine. Um, he's a friend of mine and Mark's. Um, he is dynamic. Um, I think he's a, he might be a bit of a hard pill to swallow for some people, but the reality of it is you've got to look at what this guy's done. He's 26 years of age. He got booted out of his real estate agency where he was working. The boss literally fired him. Um, we, we know the whole backstory because we helped him through it, um, but he got fired because he was doing too well and the boss didn't like it and it showed him up, so the boss got rid of him and Ray White approached him and said, we'll have you. Um, but I reckon that Josh is one of the best agents in the country. And there's a lot more than what you see on that stage and all that rah, rah, rah. Um, he's an incredibly smart person, but he will push the boundaries. And that's what I love. I love someone that will push the boundaries. He doesn't care what people think. Um, but that guy is on track. I think he mentioned to do something like a million letterbox drops. I mean, it's just the stuff that he does is 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 astronomical and the message that you can take away there is push the boundaries he's done Absolutely. 200 sales since january i saw on his social media earlier i mean it's you know and that's the real deal you know the guy doesn't have 20 years experience behind him i think he started in sales at about the same time that i did you know he's got the energy he's got his age behind him but he's got the balls to go out and do it and i love that about him i think that's a great message for a lot of young people at 26, a lot of a lot of people are still trying to work out what they're going to do with it, with their lives, and he's just getting in and getting it done. So you know, he comes from an amazing family. He's got an amazing support. When you know Josh personally, he's not like that at all. Um, but he's he's dynamic, he's passionate, and he's a damn hard worker. My hat goes off to him. Yeah, no, and his passion comes across, and his energy um you know i've listened to a lot of him on the real estate gym um and some of his videos that he puts out there and um yeah wow you know you just buy his enthusiasm and you yes. go along with it you go along with a flow Absolutely. Rian, thank you so Absolutely. james who else for you um i think you've probably stitched nicely off the back of that sort of um the energy and the passion and the drive and the determination um i it's quite hard to say sort of, I mean, but if you want to go off the back of, which, which with Josh, and I, I don't know if you heard you say, he's done, I saw on his social media, he's done 200 sales since January, which oh, there's going to be very few people in the country or even on the globe that's done 200 deals since Jan 1. Yeah, I agree. Um, on that side. And also in an area that is not particularly wealthy, sort of, it's not known for sort of 20, 30 million dollar properties. It is literally $800,000 sales every day of the week. That's what it is in that sort of zone. Um, Different on that side of things. I, I saw John speak as well. And I thought John was absolutely on fire. I thought there was a lot of great nuggets and a lot of great things. And I think the tagline that you used off the back of this on, on, on LinkedIn the, the other day was, if you don't like change, you like extinction even I less. That. Now, yeah. I, 
I think a lot of us are going to go, I'll have that and I'm going to steal that and I'm going to use that a lot because I've used it twice today already. Um, because it is so true. That whole, the, there's a lot of people sitting around the room trying to gather information from the people on stage. And I'm sure the people on stage, as Lisa will say, is also there to learn as well. Because one of the traits, and this comes back from my UK arm and my and Aussie arm, the UK doesn't seem to have a desire as much as the Australian does of, I've got to hear, I need to keep learning, I need to keep going, I need to keep pushing. What else can I do? You can never stop learning. There's not as there's not a demand as much in the UK, and Stephen, you probably sort of see this on a daily basis, that if you no, if you think you're number one, the reality is you've never been close to number one. And it's, you've never been there. The top agents are sitting there going, and like you said, Lisa, you could buy the Porsche, but you've set your goal for the Porsche. Let's, you've got that, and it'll be like, right, what's next? What does next look like? Not, I'm here, I'm done, I'm see you later, I'm having Friday afternoon off and Saturday's off and I'm going to not work Tuesday. The drive and determination is incredible from the top agents. And John talked about coaching those agents. John's an agent that doesn't need to work another day in his life if he doesn't have to. But he's pretty much a seven day a week. He's up at ridiculous time in the morning. He works right the way through and he drives and he nurtures and he pushes those people forward. Yeah, yeah, 100%, James. I, I know John from a long time ago. John and I have been friends for a really long time, 25 years. Um, I knew him when he was just starting out, really, in real estate. And I tell you what, he's always pushed the boundaries. But again, there's that common denominator. And that is that absolute determination and consistency. You know, he, or he, you know he's one to always get up early he doesn't drink alcohol. He's extremely disciplined. Um, and that goes right the way throughout his life. So, And you'll find that, again, there's that common denominator there with agents that succeed. You know, and I always keep bringing it back to, well, how badly do you want it? So if you want it that badly and you don't want to be fuzzy in your head on a Monday morning when it's game on, don't go out and drink all weekend, you know? But it's like, well, you can't have it all. You can't go out and just party hard all weekend and then be game on on Monday. It doesn't work like that. So you've got to continually ask yourself, how badly do you want it? And I'm sure that if you lined up all the Arik speakers in a row, you'd find all those same common factors with every single one of us. You know, we're all, not to say that, like, we don't go out and want to have fun and we don't have a social life. Of course we do. Um but it's always there and like Sunday nights for me, that's a not negotiable. It's a quiet night. It's a family dinner. You know, it's getting ready for, it's listening to Tom Panos Sunday night rant and getting ready for a big week on Monday, sharpening my pencil, making sure that it's game on. So that common factor is there. But here's two words that I think everyone needs to remember. Hard work. That's it. It's that complicated and it's that simple. Hard work. This None of this comes easily. None of it comes easily and none of it comes without sacrifice. That's the bottom line, you know. The social mediaing is not easy. Three to five hours a day, every day, every day. I'll show up on your feed every single day, whether I'm in Italy, whether I'm sitting at home, whether I'm in the office, whether it's a Sunday, public holiday, doesn't matter what it is, but it's the consistency and the hard work. So, um, you know, and that's the common factor there amongst all those Eric speakers. And John, and John makes it so simple, actually. He brings it down into simple terms. You know, if you can master prospecting, listing, negotiating and selling, then that's it. Master those disciplines and you'll be exceptional. And if you do it consistently and you put in the hard work, um, it's as simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But there was, you know, look, I think all in all the conference was phenomenal they had a lot of moving parts right with COVID um, and then of course here um, you know one of our states Victoria went into lockdown so and that was two days before Eric so I think they lost something like 900 agents um, so there was a lot of moving parts there with that conference and when people saw a lot of the empty seats that was on purpose obviously for COVID so um, but yeah I mean a phenomenal effort all in all those organizers I take my hat off to them they did an amazing job incredible so i know there's a massive exhibition there as well and i don't know whether yeah. you walk around um, whether that was the same but whether you managed to walk around there is there any tech things or anything there that you thought wow this is something that could make a difference into our agencies 
Um, I think there's always, it's always a dynamic. I mean, sort of a lot of the sort of the prop tech startups are having conversations behind the scenes. By the time they got to exhibitions, half the time they're out in the open and everyone's seen them and everyone knows about them. It's, comes back to the consistency of pushing the boundaries. There's two or three. There's two or three that we've been speaking to behind the scenes that are probably two years away from even doing a display suite um, uh, on that side of things. So I, I, I think the exhibitors it can be hit, it can be missed, and I'll be honest about that sort of side of things. But also, it depends on like in sales. You get a great, great product, and then if you stick the person who just lives around the corner from it, just sat there and wait. Would you like to talk to me about this? You're not going to get contacts out of that. Um, you know, one of the big things that pretty big, big, big things that right in the front door is Rita, which is an AI um, system on there. And I don't know, Lisa, if you looked at that or spoke to Ian that runs that. But looking at your database, scraping your database, and then basically sort of million and one feeds, million and one moving parts on that to basically say, these are the people you need to contact rather than waiting for you to look out for it. Those little things are very smart and very slick. And those are automations, AI, and the way that that goes. Comes back to that word algorithm. Yeah, we've been trialing Rita. Absolutely. We, we've been trialing Rita the last few months. I don't know if you guys have got access to that over there in the UK, but it's been phenomenal. That Look, I haven't had huge amounts to do with it, but you're quite right, James. It scrapes through your database. Um, it'll call old appraisals and shoot off all sorts of text messages and things like that. It's actually been it's been phenomenal. So it's certainly something we're going to look at putting on. Um, one thing that I saw that I really liked and I'm actually going to trial it are these tiles. Um, so they were like, you know, the Apple tiles that you can get if you lose your keys or your wallet or something like that. Like, losing this. Yeah, yeah. So there, there was a, a branded version of those and I thought they, that was really cool. You could do all sorts of things. You could like start a video with the tile so you could have your phone up somewhere and you could start a video with it or it could be used as a panic button as well um, amongst many other things like finding your keys, finding your wallet. But you can brand them with your logo. So they make for great, um, they make for great gifts, vendor gifts and things like that. So I, I love that. I'm going to be looking into that a little bit more. I've just heard from those guys before. I can't remember the name of the company. I apologise, but I'm happy to throw it here into um, into this chat. Lovely. Thank you. Um, okay. So anything else from any of the speakers that you want to throw in? And, well, there was yeah. the there was the uh, I must admit I didn't watch all of her talk. I just came into the the last part of it. But Jackie Cooper, um, the Olympian, brilliant. I, I didn't get to see her whole talk. I was prepping, um, but um, I know she got a standing ovation. And you know, again, you know, it comes down to that rawness and that authenticity and how relatable she was. You know, she just wore a heart on a sleeve um, and ended up getting a standing ovation, which is like phenomenal um and rightfully so from what i understand what what did you take away from that james i the come back to your quote i'm afraid is hard work and how much do you want it an incredible amount i mean if you do, if you get an opportunity to see this 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 lady she is an aerial skier which growing up in the north of england doesn't mean anything to me so i went <laughs> and I popped in i went i don't know anything about her She's obviously a headline. I'll sit in for five, ten minutes because I've got to go and see somebody else in the property management section. And then I sat down for five minutes. I looked down at my watch and I got about 40 minutes into her speech. She was engaging beyond belief. You were sort of willing on the story and she absolutely captured the crowd. Um, if you get an opportunity to watch her on YouTube or see any of the videos, she is absolute gold. But what it is, is hard work. She could have given up after her first gold medal and went, do you know what? I've got a gold medal. History books will have say I've done this. I'm going to be a mum. Now, what else can I do? Done that. No one's got three. No one's got four. No one's been to five Olympics. I'll be the first person, never mind female, first person, male or female. I'm going to do this. And her friends were doubting her. And that never give up attitude and the energy, the drive, the determination, all of the great traits we talk about in real estate. You give her a phone, you give her a prospecting farm, she'll write you $2 million in her first year. She, oh, at least you can't have me That sort of, that's, you see what I mean? Sort of, I think she's Melbourne based, if I remember. But my God, the drive and determination from somebody who has broken more bones than I can possibly name, more hip replacements, knee ligament, She's probably a bionic lady by now, but my God, the drive and determination from it was incredible. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, it's 
and, and it and it is that never give up attitude you know that's what it is it's that never give up attitude because so many people again like you know when i bring it back to my social media when i first started doing it so many of my friends were like oh my god you're coming up on my feed all the time like maybe enough with the social media and i was like you know there's nothing on there for you maybe just don't follow me because you're not going to be buying a house so maybe don't 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 follow me um but you know there is a lot of that negativity around not to say that my friends were, were negative but you know there is a lot of negativity around you when you start to do something and you push those boundaries everyone will tell you why it can't be done people will be really quick to tell you why it can't be done and I think pushing through that noise and saying, hang on a sec, I believe in this. I'm going to continue doing it. I don't really care what everyone else is thinking. I'm going to pave the way here and I'm comfortable with that. Um, you know, that's a hard thing to do. But when you do push through that noise, and again, was what, something that I mentioned in my Eric talk, you know, it took a lot of courage to push through that noise three years ago, a lot, but I did, you know, and now I've, I've broken ground and I've disrupted an industry. Um, you know, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, you know, yeah, I told her that she could do that. No, you didn't. You were the agent that told me I couldn't do it. So, you know, but, but pushing through that noise is, is, is an incredible thing to be able to do and takes a lot of courage. So, you know, my hat goes off to her. She, yeah. um, you know, that was incredible. And then again, to get that standing ovation, like, woo, woman power. I loved it. Fantastic. She was, brilliant. she was really brilliant. I can't, I can't recommend her enough to watch. Okay. Jackie Cooper. Jackie Cooper, yes. Okay, yeah, oh, I believe all of these videos are um, going to be made available as well. Um, I think there's, you know, there, there's certainly ways that you can watch a lot of this Aret stuff. I think the the um, company Tret that brought Aret to us are just onto it now because I've actually asked them for a copy for myself. So yeah, I know that they're onto uh, getting them out onto YouTube and things like that. Fantastic. Yeah. So one one question that's come in, Lisa, about all the social media stuff and videos that you do is having a call to action at the end of a lot of your videos. And one of them is the SMS um, text. So get to know how much your property is worth in in three minutes um, by sending an SMS, um, which is fantastic because at least you've got a call to action because so many people are doing these great videos, but there's enough call to action at the end. You know, yeah. whether it's, you know, in the UK, you've got home search reports or Spriff's reports or um, data loft reports that you can give to help people. Yeah. Um, what sort of take up do you find you get from that? Uh, it's been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So the three minute SMS, we've actually been doing it for years and years. And I think it's really just come to light over the last couple of years, thanks to social media. Um, because it was always a hard message to get out before social media, right? Where did you put it? You put it on your DL cards or in the newspaper, but we simply didn't get the eyeballs over it. But I get a ton of listings off the back of my three minutes. I just had it got an appraisal two minutes before I came on, actually. Um, and it's very simple to do. I mean, here we use RP data, CoreLogic RP data. I don't know what you guys, what's the equivalent over there in the UK? Uh, put in like a property address and it'll help you like get all your reports and, and yeah I, sp I suppose you've got home search rift um now right. um data loft that come up with all of these yep. so it's a very simple process and that's probably a, another whole session there on its own to be honest um but i simply advertise a three minute sms appraisal and people have to text back to me their address so as a real estate agent, what is the most valuable information we can have, right? It's a mobile phone number, a name and an address. So all of a sudden I've got that data, which is great. So in into my CRM it goes. And then I will give them a report from RP Data um, or your equivalent over there in the UK. And it's not, you know, it doesn't have all the bells and whistles. It's not the perfect proposal, but it's enough to give people a little taste and then straight after I've sent that report off, I'll send them just a little bit of text that I've got in the notes section of my phone that says, this is a sight unseen appraisal. Um, it may not be completely accurate. Would you like an accurate appraisal of your property? Boom, appraisal. So, you know, and I will get about 80% um, from as soon as I've sent that off to people, they'll write back saying, yes, please, I'd like one. Brilliant, lovely. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, James, sum up yeah. 
How was Eric? If you're watching in the UK, is it worthwhile when we are allowed to travel yes. to come and spend? I mean, I I remember that we I think we did it. We're a business owner. It's a tax deductible trip, so it's an educational thing. You can put it. In, it's not a holiday. Treat it as a holiday. You'll you, you'll put holiday attitude into place afterwards. And I think you with the three amigos went out there and you took it as a work trip. It was a learning trip and, and it was a drive trip. Yeah. Should you go? Well, if you have the attitude and the desire to want to learn, have the aptitude to put it all into place and get on with it, yes. If you want to come and have a holiday, no. Go see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. <laughs> if you want to learn and you want to drive forward and you want to aim at number one, but don't think you'll ever get there because it never stops. It keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. The traits of the best agents will be there. They will learn from it and you'll see them next year. And if Lisa's not there speaking, I bet she's sitting in the crowd next year. And that's the drive and determination. You write a million, what's next? I'll write a million next year. No. What's the next level? And that drive and determination is the epitome of what counts as a successful agent. And if you look at the commonality between the speakers, as I said, the system, the structure, the process, the drive and the determination, the energy, the drive, the positive energy, not the sort of the, that you get from some people. And then you put all that into place with the consistency of taking your process, taking your plan, and then doing it, sticking to it, monitoring it, measuring it, and working towards a small goal, a medium goal, and a very long-term goal. Brilliant. Thank yeah. you. When you're allowed in, when we open our borders <laughs> and you've all had your jabs and we've had ours, come and bring your British pounds and spend them over here. Okay, well, hopefully it's the ashes, isn't it? So will we be, will we I'll be, be allowed to ashes? I'm talking them at work. I'm not allowed to mention it. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. Um, incredibly grateful for both of your time. So thank you so much. Um, loads of great comments here, as usual, um, about you both. So thank you. Have an incredible weekend, um, Lisa. Try and, be nice, try and be nice to your husband, okay? I think he deserves <laughs> it after all of that. Um, I know you're always nice. I'm only teasing. Um, <laughs> you have a lovely, lovely weekend. James, thanks again. Appreciate Thank your you time. Appreciate um, how well you've come prepared. Show me all the notes. You've like, been up all night writing all of those. So um, I feel very honoured and privileged to have two exceptional guests. So thank you very much. It's a um, everybody, thanks very much for watching. Have a super Friday. Have a great weekend. And um, look forward to seeing you all soon. So thank you both. Everyone. See you guys. See you all. We'll smash it. We'll see you later. Thanks, David. Bye.